Welcome to Signs from the Other Side with Fern Rone. I'm your host, Fern Rone, and this is the place to share stories of signs and messages received from the other side. This is season five, and there will be a new episode every Tuesday until the end of 2020. Be sure to subscribe in Apple Podcasts. And if you love these stories, also be sure to join my private Facebook group. Just search Believers in Signs. And if you like to read and you like stories like Bridget Jones, but with signs and meetings with Spirit Incorporated, Check out my novels, Better in the Morning and Better Believe It. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to me, you can find me on all social media at Fern Rone, R-O-N-A-Y, and on my website, fernrone.com. Thank you so much for listening and on to the show. Lisa Ruggiero lives for manifestation, as she says on her website, because it changed her life drastically. After a dark period, things began to change for Lisa when she stripped away the things that no longer served her. She went on to create Soul Led Boss Babe, an online community to help others step into their purpose and shift into a new reality. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. How are oh, you? I'm so excited to have you. So we met through a Facebook group. You gotta love Facebook called Spiritual know, Boss right? Babe. <laughs> And I'm so happy to finally be talking to you because I learned a little bit of your story through the form you filled out for the podcast. And I can't wait to hear some of your stories. So I'm going to get right to it. Um, <laughs> you've got a story about your fiance. What was his name? Leia. Mm-hmm. How did you guys meet? Oh, a very interesting story, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I had just left my ex and... He was a friend of my, not that ex, a different ex, but they all happened to know each other and I didn't know this. <laughs> and, um, when this we met, like it was, just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it really is. I swear I didn't write a book about just that. Um, when we met, it was just one of those things where like we met. And I don't think we ever spent a day apart from the day that we met. It was just Aww. one of those soul connections. Yeah. And how many years ago was this? Uh, that we met? Yeah. That was 10 years ago. Okay. And you, how long were you together? It would have been three years. And you're young. So yeah. he must have been very young. Yeah. He was five years older than me. So, but still young. Yeah, definitely still young. We were in our prime. We were engaged. We were... Um, we were going to move to San Francisco. We were, had in two weeks, we had our wedding planned. It was, yeah, it was. Oh my God. I was getting ready to marry my soulmate. Yeah. Oh my God. So your wedding was going to be in two weeks mm-hmm. or you were moving in two weeks? Oh my God. Yeah. The whole shebang. We were moving and our wedding, like we were having our wedding and then we were staying there. It was very, 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 very sudden and unexpected unfortunately you know he did have a past we all have our demons he had struggled with addiction way before we ever met and I knew about it you know but it was just like okay it's all in the past and Mm -hmm. I know he this was literally the one day that we weren't together for a few hours he went to go see his mother and Mm -hmm. his stepfather would abuse his mother and um something something happened and I knew that he was upset but I didn't know what really went on and he came home and he just went right in the bathroom and I was like okay let me let him cool off whatever the case is Mm -hmm. 
and he was in there for just a little too long and I got nervous and I started knocking and nothing. And I eventually, um, you know, you get that superhuman strength yeah. and I knocked the door down. I mean, he was pretty much gone. I, I did revive him, but then by the time EMS came, he was basically brain dead because by the time they took him like from me, because I was doing CPR, he, they lost his pulse in between the transfer and mm-hmm. it took them 15 minutes to get it back. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why the 15 minute time frame right there caused the brain death. And um, he was still in the hospital for over a week because I mm-hmm. was in complete denial. And I got, yeah. I think like, I, I think I called every doctor under the sun to just tell me that that wasn't true. So, right, right. Did he take yeah, drugs? So, Is that what ha- he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Mm-hmm. He took um, he took painkillers, and yeah. the only reason that I know that is because I on um, there they were on the floor. There yeah. was like, uh, like a like one or two pills on the floor, and you know he probably he it had been so many years. God only knows what really happened. But they said that there was not enough in his system for an overdose so I I really don't know what I know he had asthma as well mm-hmm. you know just like maybe after being on for so long it just his system couldn't take it maybe yeah it was very interesting is that he would always tell me that something was going to happen to him that you know that he wasn't going to live very long Hmm. He knew something and there was no reason for him to say that, but there was something within him, within his soul where he knew that. And his, you know, his mother and I were recently having that conversation. So it's just like, we know our souls know. When he would say that, like, would you be like, don't say, because I say to my husband all the time, I'll be like, you have to live to hundred and he's five years older than me too. And I'm like, and I'll live to 95. Mm. Like, I'm always like, please promise me. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. But I wonder, like, did that scare you when he would say that? No, it didn't scare me at all because I was just like, you're not stopping. You know, (laughs) it was just one of those like, oh, my God, you're ridiculous. Stop it. (laughs) I mean, there was just, he was so healthy, so healthy. He ran every single day. There was just no reason to think anything of the sort. You know, he was yeah. just the most fun, funny, entertaining, mm-hmm. outgoing. Like, there was just nothing but, you know, our demons. You described that you literally felt him, like, spooning you one night, right? Oh, uh, uh, that was, and I've experienced many things throughout my life from, you know, um, when I was when I was younger, my grandmother trying to get my dad out of the house, weird <laughs> things happening. I could get into that if you're like, um, sure. And my <laughs> grandfather like, was he like your did your dad pass? My no, my dad and my mom was trying to break up with my dad. Oh, I thought and, you meant like he hadn't passed, and your grandmother was like, "I'm getting the spirit out of the house." Okay, so no, like, my <laughs> grandmother had passed, and okay. my dad was alive living with us and my mother was trying to kick him out and he wasn't leaving so she would 
I know it was her. We all knew it was her. He knew it was her. Yeah. The radio. It was like, you know, these old school, you had to push 50 buttons to get it to go on, uh-huh. to go off in the middle of the night. Um, another, this, this old China uh, cabinet that you used to have to like, you know, when something's so hard to open, you have to put your foot on it to get uh-huh. a good grasp to open a door. That uh-huh. thing has to open it. It came flying open, and one of the glasses came out and like flat and and smashed right next to him. And I was sitting next to him, but nowhere near me. It went right next to him. <gasps> and every single time, I could remember my mother say, "You see, that's my mother. Uh-huh. She wants you to get the f out of here. She wants you to get the f out of here." <laughs> wow. So, yeah, she, yeah. She was there. Did he eventually leave? Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. And oh, that's good. why. <laughs> and they both went their separate ways and lived happily ever after. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And so you did experience like other things when you were young. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then then my grandfather passed when I was 16. And mm-hmm. I didn't, my dad, you know, I'm daddy's little girl. So he mm-hmm. didn't want to tell me how serious it was when my grandfather mm-hmm. was in the hospital. So he told me, no, Lisa, you you know, I don't want you to come. He'll be fine. You'll see him when he gets home. Meanwhile, you know, they were getting ready to pull the plug. And I was so upset because I was, my grandfather was such a huge part. I mean, like he practically raised me when my parents split up. So he was like another father to me. So for years, I, you know, I held up and I was 16. I was old, you know, like not old, I mean, like old enough yeah. to where I felt that guilt of not being there. And so he would come into my dreams very often to this day he does. But the very first time it was him and he wasn't speaking with his mouth, like it was telepathically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he told me that, you know, he loves me and he said, you'll always be my petunia in an onion patch because that's what he called me. <laughs> and he said, he said, there's, you know, you have nothing to be sorry for. Mm. Um, you know, just a very, very, it was just a beautiful dream that set me free of the guilt that I felt for not being there. And he's come to me many times since Aww. then. Aww. Many, many times. Yeah, it's such a, always, I could tell when he's around, I feel it's a different energy than any other kind of spirit. It's yeah. just this warmth that it's just different. I can't explain it. He is just an incredible soul. But has oh, he ahead, visited, I'm sorry. Since you lost Lance, has he, has your grandfather visited? Yes. Has he yes. mentioned him or? No, it was mm. always just things like, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be more than fine. Mm. And my grandfather was, was very, very religious. We used to go to church every Sunday. He tells me, now I don't read the Bible, but I would look up things that he would tell me in my dreams. And something about, I forget what it is, but something about like double doubling, if you in the Bible, like you get double back or something. I can't even hmm. remember, but it's like, if you, um, this pandemic is a perfect instance, you know, like this, it, the great awakening is coming. Like the pandemic is terrible. And then we're going to have so much more abundance afterwards. It's Aww. something like that where yeah. 
he would tell me you're going to get double. So you're not just going to be as happy as you were with him. You're going to be even happier. You're going to have a beautiful life, not to worry, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, probably hanging yes, out with your daughter when you, before she was born. Like, you know, oh, I always think that. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I could tell sometimes, or I mean, who knows what's really going on, but as children, I know my mother told me that I used to talk on the phone, on my play phone with her mother who was gone. So I'm like, was I really, you know, who knows, but I could see her, she'll be talking. I'm like, who are you talking to? And she'll say, well, either grandpa, now she's not close with my dad, but you know, it's just like very strange. Yeah. But then she'll look in a corner where there's nobody there and she'll be like, hi. We said, mommy, say hi, say hi. You know, like, I'm like, hi, who's there? (laughs) (laughs) Who's there, baby? (laughs) Wow. Oh, absolutely. And then Lance has visited you in dreams as well? So, yeah. Okay. So the first, so he didn't come to me for so long. Mm. And I had gotten into uh, the deepest, darkest, place of my life and Mm. it was I mean I didn't I had lost everything I had a brick and mortar business I lost that I lost my car just from not paying because I didn't even have the energy to pay bills I had to move back home when I say I lost everything I lost everything and I just like laid in bed for basically two years straight and that was it. So he didn't come to me for a while. And his mother would always tell me that, you know, he always comes to her in dreams. I'm like, oh, I wish she would come to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, I guess, you know, she needs him more. So mm-hmm. I get it. And then one night I was just laying in bed and I was laying on my side and I was just crying my eyes out. And then I finally calmed down and you know, when you're like just about to fall asleep, but you're mm-hmm. still awake. Mm-hmm. And I felt this like whoosh of energy that actually kind of woke me up more. And then I felt my eyes were so closed. I felt as though he were physically there behind me, spooning me. And that was, we would watch a movie every night and we would lay in bed and like that was his favorite thing to do and he was just holding me and I would not open my eyes because I knew that it was real but I knew that I wouldn't see him yeah I wouldn't open my eyes and I just tried to hold on to that moment for as long as I possibly could that moment was like it was worth the no dreams and the weight and all of it because he was there. He was holding me. You know, our our souls were together, you know, physically. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, yeah. I can't even see it. I can't even speak. It's just so, it was everything for me. So when I got pregnant, okay, so my daughter's father and I were not together. Mm-hmm. We, because I never really dated. I, I just didn't really date after he was gone. I was just like, I'm going to be alone forever. And that's it. So mm-hmm. 
I met my daughter's father and to me like we were just friends there was really nothing there and mm-hmm. you know one night a few too many drinks and now she's here <laughs> so, <laughs> thank god um, <laughs> thank god is right yeah. so I tried to make it work with him but mm-hmm. that didn't it, I knew it wasn't gonna you know you just know so mm-hmm. yeah. I was five months pregnant and I told him that it wasn't going to work and you know I I said I'm just going to have to move back home again and yeah it's all right <laughs> things out you know and yeah. um so throughout that time I was very I didn't know what I was going to do I just didn't know what I was going to do because I had never really rebuilt myself back up mm-hmm. from the loss of land, like as far mm-hmm. as what I was going to do with my life, I lost my business. Yeah, I just didn't know what I was going to do. So throughout that time, throughout my pregnancy, I felt him with me that entire time. And yeah, like there were nights that he would come to me in dreams, especially, and I would just see him smiling. And mm-hmm. then there was mm-hmm. another night where I. It was like I was trying to sleep. I was very uncomfortable and, you know, being pregnant. And I kept being woken up. And it was like, you know, if you drop a bowl, a bowl, or mm-hmm. something, I'm, sorry, I'm trying to think, a bowl. Like something, something ceramic. Half-rounded. Yeah. Something like half-rounded where it'll just like keep swooshing, circling mm-hmm. and swooshing, making that noise. On the floor, so, yeah. Like if you dropped like yeah. a saucer and it would like spin a little and then... Yeah. 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 And then it finally like settles. Yeah. yeah. So I heard that and I'm like, what in the F is that? You know, so I get up, there's nothing, nothing drops. Then I hear glass break and I'm like, okay, come on now. <laughs> and I actually shouted out loud. I'm like, cause he was a, he was a, a real like ball buster. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the type of things that he would do. So I'm like, I know it's you. I'm like, I am pregnant. I'm uncomfortable. And, and, you know, I was just like (laughs) having one of those moments and I need to sleep. And I just got this, I got this like message just from within that was like, you know, I'm here with you. You're not alone. Yes. You know, I'm doing this with you. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was another, like, cry like a baby kind of thing because, you know, we were supposed to have that life together, so. When they come through, it's, like, so their personality. Like, he's not coming through like a butterfly. He's coming through, like, busting your balls, like, keeping you awake when you want to just sleep. Yeah. Like, that's so him. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. One time I went to um, a medium, and she was, like, this you know very well known I think it was like $500 for 45 minutes with her Mm. and she told me there was one thing that I couldn't this woman she had to be like I don't know close to 80 years old you could you know barely understand her she was such a such a heavy thick Italian accent and (laughs) she said she started blushing. She turned beet red. She said, <laughs> oh, she said, he's funny. She said, he, 
keeps showing me, what do you call those underwear? She was trying to explain a song. <laughs> and <laughs> and funny. she said, he keeps fixing them. And I just started peeing myself because he used to always come up behind me and pull the sides of my underwear Nothing. like up above my hips, like, you know, almost like giving me a wedgie kind of, How just funny. to be a ball breaker. Yeah, yeah. Like if she showed a thong to someone else, if she showed a thong to me, I would be like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Like how perfect. Right. Can you describe your business? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I work with mostly, you know, like coaches, healers, light Mm -hmm. workers, consultants, you know, all of the entrepreneurs, way showers, all that. I help them remember who they are mm-hmm. on a soul level and then they become who they really are so once that happens in the process of that they find their true message because like our true message is not something that you could hire a copywriter for you know like that's why I'm, I write all my own sales pages I want my energy in it it's mm-hmm. my message so that's them expressing their soul's truth and unapologetically, no matter yeah. whether it's going to hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, like it's just basically saying like we don't have time for fear and anytime they're in fear, like that's what I'm there for. They have 24 seven access to me. So we do our weekly calls, but then I, I speak with my clients every single day. So we do that and find their true core message. And then unleash it onto the world right (laughs) by getting them yeah like by getting them into true alignment true alignment not the alignment that everyone's throwing around true alignment so when I started my business now you know when you start a business it is hard until you finally get you know your rhythm going and you know I had I had spent over $50,000 on mentors and programs and I was like getting nowhere. Mm. So that's kind of why I do what I do because I'm like, this is, you know, if I would have known this stuff and I would have known that it was all about me and being in alignment, which I hate to use that word because it's so like cliche, but (laughs) it's the truth. Yeah. You know, everybody throws that word around now. No, so. but it's so funny because I struggle with this too. Like I talk about all of these concepts and then I'm like, they're becoming so like overused on Instagram, yes. but I don't have another word for it. I'm like, I just got to go I, with it. I'm, I'm literally searching for another word for alignment at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stop using it in my, in my messaging, <laughs> but um, okay. yeah. So, you know, like if I would have known, like, instead of trying to follow all of these other people, like mm-hmm. just be yourself, just be mm-hmm. yourself and have fun with it because money loves fun. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you know, all of these things. And, and I thought that the answer was always outside of me when it was always, always within. So during that time, he was around a lot as well. And so was my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, just, just nudges of, 
at times where I was like, I just don't think I can do this anymore. I had went through my daughter's savings for coaching and that was the last, like that was the last straw for me. I was like, this is it. You know, like I have to put this money back. I've never expected to touch that. But I was like, it's for, it's for us to have an amazing life, you know, never Mm -hmm. expecting like another failed coaching experience. So but I just kept getting the nudges and the pushes from from them, from myself, you know, from yeah. from my soul, my intuition, just everything saying, like, everything that you see inside of you is real. And there are people out there that are literally, you know, staying awake at night looking for you, you know, mm-hmm. like, not to sound, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> you have to offer, yes. That someone, yes, yeah, we all have some purpose. And, someone else or something, we have to. If we're gonna live our purpose, there is someone or something that will yeah. be attracted to it that will that needs it that needs what you have. Yes, yes, and like when you're doing your purpose work, you cannot fail if mm-hmm. you don't. You know, as long as you don't quit, you yeah. cannot fail. What would Lance say <laughs> about this business? Oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's so funny that you, you asked this because I just had this conversation with my mother and how he would be, he would be my business partner. He would be obsessed. He knew more about this than I did. He had actually tattooed, you know, fire, water. Mm. The only thing he didn't have was wind. Hmm. He never got a chance to get that. So I got wind. Oh, he would always say that I was his wind. So I got wind tattooed on my rib with Aww. like a quote and his name. Yeah. So, you know, he was into all of this in a different way. It was much mm-hmm. different back then too, but he would have been obsessed with it. Obsessed. Yeah. yeah. And I could yeah. feel like when I'm, when I'm in flow and and I'm really into whatever I'm working on. Like, I just feel his energy with me, you know, yeah. like as if he's, he's helping me and giving me ideas. I was just going to say, I think he is your business partner. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Where can everyone find out more about what you do? I am on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, but I'm not really there much. So Facebook, Lisa Ruggiero, I have a group where I'm actually, I just made a commitment to do 30 days of live streams and I may go longer. I don't know. It'll nice. be, um, That's ambitious. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I said, I don't know. I feel called to just share more, give more value into the world. So mm-hmm. um, if I miss a day, I'm not making it mean anything about me, you know, mm-hmm. but um yeah. Yeah, so 30 days of live streams in the group, and I'm doing um, a seven-day challenge type of thing Uh where I'll be going live and doing a lot of journaling for healing, for manifestation, for getting your creative juices flowing. So, like, how I come up with program names. and Like, this could definitely be a paid program that I'm going to do for free in -hmm. the group, and I'm excited about that. Nice. So, um, yeah, okay. I have that. I'll put all the, those links. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I made a course for your listeners. So it's a manifestation course. It's very, very, very interesting. It's manifestation. It's like the the fundamentals of manifestation video. There's an audio manifestation training. There's seven days of journal prompts, affirmations. And then my hypnosis that Mm -hmm. people have gotten wild results from this. It's a theta healing Mm -hmm. abundance and prosperity hypnosis where you meet your higher self it's 20 minutes and it is just i mean people are obsessed with this hypnosis so yeah it's it's a pretty cool course that i put together for your listeners yeah thank you so much where can they ask pleasure can you link it yes so i'll put it the link in the show okay perfect and then if anybody you know would want to chat with me in regards to you know working together I'm always open to chatting because if I can help someone I am more than happy to and if I can't then I also know a lot of people where I can refer them you have been through it but you sound so good it's inspiring thank you thank you honestly I really in my heart of hearts I know that I went through everything that I did go through so that I can help other people. Yeah, I would have never done the healing and like, oh, I just, I don't know. I just wouldn't have done it if I didn't become a mother. It's like everything Mm -hmm. put together. And this was clearly my purpose. And unfortunately, I had to go through a lot of pain to get here. But that's what happens, right? When we don't follow our soul's path, the universe shapes and shifts everything and puts us in very uncomfortable situations to get us towards that path. So it could be the easy way and you could actually do it, or it could be the hard way where you have to go through the pain (laughs) and suffering. Right, right. It makes so much sense. It all had to happen the way it happened. Exactly. I really, really enjoyed talking Me with you. Too. And Me too. I'm so glad that we connected. It was like Me as soon too. as we got on the phone, I just felt such a good vibe with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Same. I'm so happy. Well, oh, enjoy the you. rest of your day. And you too. Thank you so much for listening to Signs from the Other Side. You can find me, Fern Rone, on all social media at Fern Rone, R-O-N-A-Y. I love hearing from you and I love hearing your stories of signs. And if you would like to hear more episodes of this show, please be sure to subscribe in Apple Podcasts and tell a friend. Please also don't forget to join my Facebook group, Believers in Signs. And if you're ever looking for something to read, check out Better in the Morning and Better Believe It. Thank you so much again for listening and sweet dreams.